<laughs> on another episode. Wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> on another Black History Month episode. Go ahead, Ray. <laughs> um, hey guys, hey everybody. Welcome to another slog fest through charmed. <laughs> AKA Black Girl Charmed, a charm rewatch podcast. With two black girls where we make fun of all like if you guys didn't know. We make fun of all, everybody, okay? God, y'all are annoying in these comments. Yeah, and it's not even y'all because we love y'all. It's those who don't even be watching. It's when you get to like that dark side of TikTok. Ray out here fighting for her life right now. <laughs> I'm not fighting shit. Like, <laughs> it's like history month and y'all in my comments talk about how you're trying to gatekeep a, a hairstyle. You blacks. You not nah. they hit you with the well the Vikings had it and I was done. I was done. I nah. was done. <laughs> I, I refuse to believe that that's not satire because they hit me with the well actually. And everybody knows if you start well, well actually, I'm not taking you seriously because you're either lying to me or you're doing a bit. Because what the fuck? Well, actually, the Vikings had it. You know what the Vikings had? These fucking nuts. That's what they fucking had. What they didn't have was soap and water. They didn't take that from us. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But whatever. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Your body is dirty enough that you have to use soap on the top half, but not dirty enough to use soap on the bottom half. And your body is so dirty that you need to use soap. So you're using the contaminated soap to clean the bottom half of your legs. And I'm supposed to take you seriously when you say things like, well, actually, the Vikings had it. It all makes no sense. This does it. That always makes me mad. Like, it doesn't make sense. If somebody could explain the science behind the soap washing down, making sense, then I will shut up about it. But until, like, somebody from the Big Bang Theory tell me, well, this is why it makes sense. And when I say that, I mean nerds, not like somebody from the actual cast. Until somebody fucking tells me why, that I'm never going to be not confused about it. But anyway... Welcome to How her. was your week? <laughs> my week was actually really, really fun. Um, despite me losing my voice now, I don't know where, where that's happening. Um, Why was your week fun? Tell me. Because hmm. I got to hmm. see Ronnie Chang, you know, and Trevor Noah for like 80 bucks. <laughs> so, yeah. Who'd you go with? Um, a former, a former, a former co-worker. Now, friend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you knew what they meant. You knew what they meant. What else did you do? What do you, what's on your report? Um, we, we did Percy Jackson. I can't do um, it. You know. Not my baby. Mm-mm. I heard, mm, I can't do it. Like emotionally, I can't do it. Maybe after I know who replaces him, but I can't do it. I know that's, he's only in like 45 seconds. <laughs> no, that's fair. So it was bothering me because I kept staring at him, daddy. And I was like, who is him, daddy? Who is him, daddy? His daddy is a Bond villain. And I was like, oh, you're the Bond villain from the Halle Berry Bond movie. Wow, that movie was problematic, but Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, so I'll let it slide. Get your Halle's right. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So what, else, what else did you do? Um, We are also restarting, um, what is it, what's that show called? It's on Stars, uh, The Rise of Canaan, I think that's correct. Don't get me to lying. It's in the power universe. Then we just, I, I remember we just had a whole discourse last week. Are you going to do this to yourself? That's what you're going to do? It's Patina Miller, though. Okay. Okay. You see? You see? Uh, I'm doing it for Patina. Know. I'll give you a pass. What else? What else? <laughs> um, 
let's see, not playing anything, not obsessing over anything, not reading anything. Um, y'all ain't sending in these restaurants, so I'm not eating. All I'm doing is like drinking nutrients. They came out with a coffee flavor, by the way. Delicious. How old are you? You want me to starve or drink nutrients? Which one is it? Fuck, my mother drank nutrient on her cancer treatments, and you over here talking about, <laughs> I'm drinking nutrient. Look at all these special flavors they got. Yo, like, you sure you're not mixing it up with Insure? Maybe Insure. Yeah, because nutrient is West Indian. So maybe grandma drank it, but Insure is. That don't help you either. It's fine. You thought that helped you? You thought that helped you, old woman? No, no. I'm clearing it up because. I know they they be giving insurance out to old people and people who have like health concerns. Like, are you throwing? Are you are you throwing up? You putting your finger? Do we need to have like a a mental health break and like like one of those like? Absolutely not. It's one of those. It's I have not. There's nothing for me to fixate on. I'm tired of cooking. I've been tired of cooking. Fuck these kids. Like I'm just so anything tired. else. Um, I'm trying to think. No, that's about it. Still watching the traders, loving the traders. Um, yeah, Percy Jackson, some Patina Miller. We in there, baby. What about you? Uh, I so I finally got books that I wanted from Libby that I've been like first place for forever but I am reading right now the Nevermore bookstore series so I'm on uh book three but I'll finish that up and then go into the um I'm finishing up the American Queen series it I don't it was not necessarily a do not finish but I wouldn't necessarily recommend it because I feel like if this was a real life like person, she definitely be a Trump supporter. <laughs> I feel like you say this like every other book. Maybe. Well, you know what? Some of these conservatives be slipping shit in there, and I just be like, they trying to red pill you. They're right, trying to red right. pill you. But I oh. have my bean pie today. I'm good. Um. I'm not really, eat- I mean, I'm eating the usual stuff. There's a store that caught on fire down here and now it's back open. And so I'm really trying to like slide in where I can get in. My husband doesn't like the restaurant, but I do. So I'm probably going to drag my friend down there this week. I will um, say this. If what? we don't get snow tomorrow, I you should be. snow tomorrow. Just, if just if just we stop. don't get snow tomorrow. You're supposed to get like a whole foot. I'm not listening to you, and I will not accept that. Um, okay. I should be going to Tiffany's, which is around the corner from Whole Foods, and I will get me some brown butter cookies. Some brown Ooh. butter chocolate chip cookies Ooh. from Whole Foods. Because those, mm, delicious. Frozen and already, Ooh. like, baked. Because, you know, sometimes cravings hit at, like, 3 o'clock sometimes in the morning. Sometimes cravings hit. Um, I'm still playing, still playing. I'm, I'm, I'm firmly into the underdark, firmly into the underdark. Uh, I think I got a couple more. I'm not even going to hit that eye thing for those of you who play it. Just not even going. I tried a couple times. He fucked me up and I said, you can have that. You can have this part of the cave and I'm going to just stay over here. And that's just where we are right now. <laughs> um, I did. What, what was the other R? Reading, writing, arithmetic. I don't remember. Oh, oh, oh. And I need you to make this a clip. I need you to make this a clip. NBC, I got beef with you. Like, real solid mother... I got beef, okay? Because here I am. I had some alone time. Hubby working. Babies are asleep. I go to put on found on my DVR and it's talking about watched. I haven't watched this thing in two weeks. Where are my episodes? Where are my episodes? Then I go Google and it's talking about season 13 was the finale on site, NBC. I want my found back. That's all. You mean episode 13, but okay. Whatever. You guys know what I meant. Play with me. Bring it back. I know it's coming back, but like my heart. I did watch, I did watch Lover Killer Stalker or whatever that's called on Netflix last night. 
It's ba- it's the same Dateline episode that you had me watch a couple years ago. I haven't watched what, a lot of Dateline. The one where she, the one where she was dating dude for like a hot minute, but the dick was so good that she that she killed the other paramour, and then was setting things up, and then shot herself in the foot. I remember? think so. I think so. So she got a whole. It's wild. Like it's even crazier than it was on Dateline. I watched because remember last week we were like you did a lightning round. Last week I meant to say I also watched the Netflix documentary about the couple who gets like kidnapped and the cops don't believe her. Like the real life Gone Girl. You know that one. No. You you haven't seen that? We've definitely talked about it. It's Maybe. Been, it's been a ABC. Seven whole years. It's been a 2020 episode where it's like the real life Gone Girl where this girl gets kidnapped and then gets dropped off like in front of her parents' house. And <laughs> when they tell the cops the story, they're like, I don't believe you. I think you're Gone Girl and your boyfriend. <laughs> I remember oh. this. Oh my god! Anyway, every week I get on this podcast and give y'all another documentary that tells you how infallible the police are, and mm. um, this is another one. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is what it is at this point. I will say this because yeah. the story's been out there enough times. This woman was like. Had the police, like, not turned off my boyfriend's phone, not turned it off, had it in airplane mode, they could have tracked it and found me before I was assaulted for the second time. They are not legally required to protect or to serve, so (laughs) what do you expect? Are you drinking pickle juice? What the fuck was that? How does this look like pickle juice to you? You don't remember you, when we record, you're fuzzy to me. So all that <laughs> looks like a looks like a Vlasic jar. Is there something you want to tell our listeners? We about to go on hiatus again. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I'm drinking girlfriend's groove. The, re- the recipe is already on my page, but um, oh, that was that was smooth. That was smooth with the alliteration. Okay, okay. You know, mm-hmm. I love you. I love the alliterations, but no, um, yeah. It's like sangria with tequila instead of yeah. instead of brandy. Just people make it with brandy. All right, we got to get into this boring episode. Could we on a time crunch this week? You're right. Oh, why would I? I'm so wine? depressed. <laughs> I'm so fucking yo. So like every are- I feel like every fucking scene of this shit from Leo to Phoebe, like. To Grams. We're on season three, episode <laughs> 17, Free Witch. The original air date is March 22nd, 2001. The writers this week are Zach and Chris. And David Strayton uh, <laughs> directed this episode. His full credits are in season three, episode 11, Blinded by the White Lighter. And doesn't that feel like so long ago? So long ago. Our guest stars this week are Patty Hallowell and Penny Hallowell. Y'all know who Yay. they are. Uh, w. Earl Brown as Shadow, 138 credits, including Chicago Fire. I already posted the video. It's on TikTok. You can do your scrolls. There's something about Mary as well as the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, Sherry Sam or Sean as Ariel. A total of 52 credits, including One Life to Live, Law and Order, and Girlfriends. And guys, this is how much of a nerd I am. I did the Chicago Fire credit from memory, and I did um, (laughs) Sherry's credits from memory as well. Nerd. Hey, man. Nerd. Hey. Uh, The trivia this week, the title is a play in the... uh, Another witch show, Bewitch, ha ha ha. Yeah, ha ha ha. Sherry has played another voodoo storyline in another Aaron Spelling show from 1997 to 1999. She portrayed Vanessa Hart on Sunset Beach for three Sunset years, Beach which during the t- during which Virginia Dominique Jennings schemed against her 
with help from voodoo witch Mrs. Moreau. <laughs> she played a voodoo practitioner in her criminal intent episode as well. This girl just loved doing voodoo, I guess. Uh, w. Earl Brown portrays Shadow in this episode, but he also starred in Scream, which also stars uh, Rose McGowan. And now I am picturing him die in Scream and <laughs> satisfied. Totally, totally satisfied. He gained weight in between roles, but <laughs> still a satisfying role. Um, and it is revealed that before Piper worked at Quake, she worked at a bank, but still had a talent for cooking. Yeah. Um, yeah. The IMDb synopsis is lacking privacy at the manor. Piper concludes that she and Leo should move out on their own. In the middle of this, the <clears throat> charm wants come against a warlock that actually gets stronger the more <laughs> every time he's vanquished. And I guess. The DVD synopsis is the Charm Ones battle a warlock that gets stronger every time it is vanquished as Piper wrestles with her decision to move out of the manor. I guess. This doesn't make any sense to me. Um, whatever. The Black Girl Charm synopsis. Piper and Leo feel a lack of privacy and decide to move to Prue and hers pre-witched apartment. When they tell Prue and Phoebe, the sisters recall the last time they almost split up. And this is before and after Graham's passed away. Uh, before their charm future. Meanwhile, an evil warlock and former familiar forces the sisters to kill him a total of nine times to shed his past life as a cat and to live as a warlock forever. Piper finds the power-binding spell Graham's is working on the day she collapsed. Which takes which he takes as a sign to stay in the manor. I guess. How many times are we going to see those orbs? So, so what what are we considering plot A? Are we considering plot, plot A? Plot A is definitely Piper trying to move. So, what did you think about plot A? Because y'all not getting a full synopsis from us today. Not in Black History Month, do not. <laughs> no. I don't think... I just think it's more of what I've said along the way. They are not a good couple and they're not equally yoked because this is what you discuss before you get married. Because this is not the, like, Prue and Phoebe walking in on y'all pre-fucking post fucking all about to fuck it don't matter this isn't the where, first where are time. the boundaries like where where are the boundaries though like they've as sisters never, like you clearly they've never had boundaries I, so to now be like oh my god we don't have boundaries like you never had Cause, boundaries cause didn't phoebe definitely see all of leo <laughs> last season yeah prue is the one who made the nice orbs comment so like They've all, and again, they've never had boundaries because, like, didn't they teach each other how to kiss? If I'm remembering an episode correctly. Yeah, Phoebe taught Piper how to kiss, which is whatever. They've never exhibited boundaries. So now that they, now they have boundaries. And I know that's how boundaries work, but it just doesn't work story-wise. I just feel as adults, it should just be very simple that your your sister is in the the bathroom showering with her man. You tell me you only got one lip gloss, one lip gloss. Come on, come on. I got lip gloss. Oh, I think I have two on the desk right now. Yep. Right, like. <laughs> I just feel like she not getting none from Cole, so she be popping in because she a voyeur. That's definitely one of her kinks, and I'm not kink shaming, but it's weird because that's also your sister. Exactly, like. Where are your boundaries when it comes to your sister and her partners? And this came up on Twitter a while ago, but everything's like, why is it weird? Like, why is it that Prue would believe that Phoebe would try to like smash Roger? And it's because y'all don't have boundaries. Y'all have That's never- a huge boundary, though. Like, how do you just immediately take Roger's word? 
because over your sister. Because you do shit like walk into the bathroom and stare at my boyfriend, my fiance, my husband naked. And but say- that wasn't the excuse she gave. She the excuse she gave was uh because you steal shit. Like <laughs> No, but I understand they don't address the lack of boundaries, but No. It is very clear that they don't respect each other's romantic relationships at all. And you too familiar. Like, and watching this episode as somebody who has lived with another couple, I have never seen that man's penis. I don't know how y'all keep seeing each other's penis all the time. Maybe, maybe. The charmed ones isn't necessarily about their power, but the friends we made along the way. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's never been a time where it's just like, la, 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 oh my god, nice orbs. Like, no! (laughs) I am glad that they did give, because I'm glad they gave her the bigger room. She need all that. She need all that. And now she has like a bathtub and stuff like that. It's perfect. It's perfect. This doesn't make any sense because this shit should have been discussed. How you don't discuss this before you get married? Because they were they were more concerned about getting married than what to do after you get married. If that makes sense, she was so concerned about the powers that be allowing them to get married and standing 10 toes down and wanting to marry this bum. I mean, just like, just like any other girl that stands 10 toes down on what they marry somebody, then they get married. They like, Oh shit. Like it's not just a pretty wedding, right? It wasn't a pretty <laughs> wedding to begin with. So now that we got that plot out the way, cause y'all, that's what y'all getting out of us from, from them and Leo. It I think we gave y'all sense. a lot. It don't, it don't we gave sense. y'all a lot. Plot A or plot B with this Ariel. I saw her and was like, okay, so she's going to die. <laughs> and I was like, why would you keep this toxic mixture on the mantle? All like, what's a cat? Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. And th- that ain't no black cat. You talking about Oh, get down, Shadow. Get Y'all saw I didn't have to tell Panther to get down. He got his love and he got his ass the fuck down. All right? That black cat know how to act sometimes. Sometimes. Because black cat. I also want to know what she did to piss Shadow off the table. Like, you're not going to just have black cat slander out here. We're not going to do that. We're not going to have this <laughs> racism against black cats. What you do to piss Shadow off? That he was like, tonight, bitch? Tonight? You dead. I think knowing that, first of all, a white man named Shadow, have we not suffered enough in black history? Right, Shit, Hanks. <laughs> nah, I, you know what? I don't think, she, to be honest, I don't think. She did anything to that cat. That that cat was just like, it's my time. (laughs) I'ma do it. He was like, fuck you. Fuck this cheap ass apartment. Fuck this cheap ass cat food. Bitch, I don't even like this shit. And I keep knocking it over every fucking day and you don't pay attention. (laughs) He, what's, okay, not, (laughs) not to, you know, victim blame. But what spell were you running or about to perform that you had them on the altar ready to go? Who were you summoning? Because I don't, I don't, I don't, it don't make no sense. She ain't throw no athame. She ain't throw no bowl. Like she watched this man, this cat turn into a full-blooded man and just, just sat there. First of all, that's not a, first of all, Panther know not to get his black ass on my desk. So when he tried to put a paw on my desk, I say, I call him by his real name, Malcolm. And he's like, oh, mommy about to beat me. I'm about to go run. I, I, I'm not going to do that. 
You over here, Shadow now. Shadow, stop. Shadow, what's going to into you, kitty? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hey, I just, could you imagine? Just imagine. All right, just imagine. We doing this podcast right now, right? And Panther be knocking down shit, and then he turns into a white man. You tell him you're not taking this mic, and the moment he turned from black to white, you not. I mean, any man, right? But like, you not smashing him over the head. I'm gonna sacrifice the wine to blind him, and then we go. Matter of fact, I do have oils up here. <laughs> Baby is right. See, you'd have been like juk 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 juk, and that. <laughs> See, on guard. Power of oils. What you want to do? She, I just, it frustrates me because we definitely know that there's other powerful witches, maybe not as powerful as the charm ones, but we definitely know that in this universe there's powerful witches. And when it comes to having a a melanin colored, <laughs> a melanin colored, I love how you try to clean it up and stole. I did, I did, I did. Uh they're use like useless, useless and powerless, and I think that's what frustrated me the most is that she didn't even attempt to save her life. And you knew, and like later on, we find out that she clearly understood what was happening. Like Shadow, man, don't turn into a bad guy. I love like. Oh. <laughs> I saw a singing Stacy or Rico in my head, and. That's what I think about this episode. They're, like they got to be more to life than watching. And, just... and he obviously he automatically attacks the charm ones because they're the most powerful. Phoebe whoops his ass and kills him. Fru whoops his ass and kills him. And then we get to Piper. She turns to this bumfuck and goes, "Leo, help me." I really shouldn't be cackling, holding the sword because. Imagery, but that was when I knew that I like like nothing like that was that was strike two. That was strike two. That was strike two for this episode for me. Strike two. I could the whole not having boundaries, seeing Leo's like balls and stuff like that. Like that was already established in season two. So while it was annoying, it wasn't necessarily a strike. But she was like, help me. And all this man could do, he was like, oh, oh, oh. It was here's a box. season one. Even worse. Yeah. He hands her a box cutter. Like, when I say, like, after I would have juked that demon, I'd have been like, we're done. I, I, I couldn't imagine, like, here I am on these streets and you do absolutely nothing to save me and I'm supposed the ick <laughs> like I got the ick when <laughs> he when she was talking about the apartment and he was like are you sure that's a good idea and she, she said it's a little bit more of a rent and he was like, I ain't talking about that. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the rent. Why are you talking about the rent? Because I ain't saying nothing about rent. What do you, why are you bringing that up? I'm talking about your power, stupid. Like. I'm, he was like, baby, why are we talking about this rent, baby? Because I know you got it. <laughs> like, just putting a more, just putting a few more hours at Quake and we'd be good. Like, get out of my face, bro. And then. Let's talk about something else. And then, hold on. Hold we on. don't need money. <laughs> and then, when she forgets that she has the power to freeze and cries, because I understand being a dumb bitch when you're around your man, because you're supposed to be a dumb bitch around your man, but not when you're the charm ones. That's good for people like me and you. Like, I don't have to worry about my safety. I mean, I do worry about my safety, but I don't have to worry, worry about my safety because, you know, there's a man there and he's going to like, he's scoping it out for me. Right. He's right. walking in front of me. He's right. making sure that I'm good. Matter of fact, right. I don't even have to like open my door because he's opening the door after he put the boxes 
in the back seat or in the trunk. Right. But, but this... We're going to move on. Could we not... So, How you one third of the baddest bitches ever and you forget to freeze? How you forget to freeze? So they find out. They They all meet up. They find out that they have killed the same guy three times he co- keep popping back and as he keeps popping back he gets stronger and stronger and stronger so they go obviously to the book and they go to the book the book opens up something opens up to a page and they go to try to summon somebody from the other side and who pops up ariel and she gives them all the tea on this man like this man like he shadows used to be my black cat but now he a white man that killed me I will say that they did have the common sense to apologize about contacting her in the afterlife after she just, after she just died Mm -hmm. because they couldn't figure it out themselves. So I will take half a strike back, but understand that that strike and a half is coming right the fuck back when we get to plot scene. So we find out that they're not, they are not supposed to be killing this guy because when he hits his nine lives, because he is a cat, he is going to turn into a a warlock. Obviously they keep killing this dude because it is instinct, which ain't never been no instinct before, but all of a sudden now they have a killer instinct to take this man out. I will give it to Phoebe because. He's always had a killer instinct. It comes with being. You're right. (laughs) I would give it to Phoebe because some man with the foot fetish accosted my mama in a payless. So sometimes men in the shoe store gotta die. Gotta die. She fucked his ass up. Right. Fucked his ass up up again in the kitchen. She did that. Yeah. Mm. I will say though, Shadow, you ruthless. You ruthless. Killing that lady at the coffee shop. Damn. And I was like, keep testing me. Don't kill me. And I'll just keep killing other people. I did. His kills were funny, though. I think his kills were humorous. So Phoebe's That's like, well, cat, right? Oh, he, he, okay. he, he would definitely have the slick ass like warlock. I feel like because- after like 100, 500 years, though, I don't I feel like he would have to grow into being a gay warlock. No, nah, because he was giving gay energy like he's definitely he was. a big. He's definitely looking big and tigger. That's probably why he went to be a warlock. He's like, I'm in this house with this bitch. She won't even get me another male cat. Like, nothing. They had a full sex in the city moment before he killed that lady. <laughs> that man is looking big and tigger. Look, look at them being like, even... Look at them. Them evil gays are trying to kill me. <laughs> so... Phoebe comes up with the great idea that he does feel pain when they do kill him, even if it's for a second. And so they go to the Book of Shadows, they create a spell, and when he comes back for the the, the last time, he knows Ooh. something's up, but he needs this kill. So I will he, say he rock with it. I will say this episode had a lot of like pull quotes because I remember Hi, we're sleeveless from like the from the promo. When this first aired on the WB. That was cute. They definitely had a lot. Just like it it was it was a very good marketable episode. It just didn't have any substance when you like pull back the layers. Right. I will say though that I used to love me a good rhinestone sleeveless shirt. And that just Phoebe's outfit just it brought back so many memories. I had so many from Rainbow. So many rhinestone sleeveless. All she needed was those chopsticks in her hair, and she would have been Ray. Because oh my god, I love me a good, a good half up. I half have butterfly clips. Even though, did I have the hair for a half up, half down with some cho- with some chopsticks? No. Did I still try to pull it off? Yes. Yes. That's my word. So that they do the spell this summer with a half up, half down with no, some chopsticks. No chopstick. No, you are not. No, you are not. No. 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 <laughs> Why can't do chopsticks? Because I don't want you being yelled at on the internet. 
I'm always getting yelled at on the internet. You know, you ain't here. I try to, <laughs> I try to cancel Alyssa Milano because I'm a black. <laughs> so when they do the spell, the spirits from ghosts come out. I was like, oh, look at them with the budget. They got the little ghosts coming out. I love you, Fitz. Tell me that was not a scene from Ghost. That is the ending of Ghost. That is the ending of Ghost. No, because dumb little ghosts from Ghost used to terrify the shit out of me. <laughs> I yo, Ghost used to <laughs> Ghost used to freak me out. It took me. I think I saw Ghost for the first time when I was like seven or eight. So of course, that was one like, of my favorite movies growing up. It, I saw it seven or eight. <laughs> Like it was good, it was good, but it was a little too, it was a little too dark for me. Was like, mm, mm. I was still kind of Christian back then. <laughs> I then, always wanted to learn how to make like clay vases from. <laughs> that is on my bucket list to do that with my husband. We took ceramics in high school, and all I wanted to do mm. was. I know, right? <laughs> I went to a fancy school. No, I didn't. We took ceramics. It sounds like I did. I did swimming and ceramics. Anyway, um, and all I wanted to do was recreate that scene, but I went to a school in the ghetto. We were not recreating that scene at all. That's how my bucket list. That is something I got to do. That is. So that's how he ends. And it was kind of like, okay, he was done. Plot C. I'm standing ten toes down that these bitches kill Graham. So I lurk on the Reddit Charmed posts mm-hmm. just to get some insight on like how people be feeling about charm, like insight on like how people think. And somebody had posted last week that they felt that Graham's disease exacerbated because of trying to keep the girls together. And I was like, that's interesting. I didn't think too much about it. Until this episode. Mm-hmm. Grams was, first of all, Grams was trying everything. Second of all, I love the fact that even though her daughter was dead, they still were having nightly sessions. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then when she got mad, she was like, fuck you, bitch. That'd be my grandma. <laughs> what? What? I can't hear you. The candle's flickering. <laughs> Turn the fan up. Be like, oh, you acting up. So it's not you. It's the fan that did it. I just, to sit here and to see, like, you could clearly see, like, Graham's, I don't know if Graham's had angina or heart blockage or what, but she definitely had, like, serious chest pains. And to watch how the girls were bickering at their, like, these weren't, like, kids. These were adults. And the way that they were acting, knowing that their grandma ain't have too much to live. They didn't know when she was going to go. Irritated me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm all for Wallet. screwing over capitalism. But Phoebe, this ain't the time to be stealing. <laughs> Graham's got a weak heart. What are you doing? Well, I understand. Without giving too much of my personal life away, I understand people being completely self-centered and selfish while somebody is literally dealing with life and death. And it's it's disgusting to see in real life. And it's even more disgusting because why y'all move back in? Y'all move if back y'all in. If you watch, I'll move back in. And that's the same thing I would ask. And like, if these were my real friends, if these were my real cousins, like, why'd you move back in if all y'all were going to do was spend every other night at Roger's house anyway and bicker all the time? Like, y'all don't think me, part of me wanting to be better or feeling better is not hearing y'all dumb bitches screech about the stupidest fucking shit. Like, give it a rest. This poor woman would be grabbing her chest for, like, hours. And these hoes is not paying attention. It's not until she starts coughing and they're like, oh, Grams, my bad. You, you all right? right. 
Though, like, looking back on it, I kind of understand why we get the Piper that we get in season one. Because Piper definitely was holding Grams down, holding the house mm-hmm. down. She took care of the funeral arrangements. I can understand where I can understand Piper more clearly now mm-hmm. watching this episode and then going back to season one. Because I felt she was the only one who was selfless in that, that period of time and yeah, trying to keep was. everything together. Because the scene with Gramps and her in the kitchen, how do you know what oh. to, how do you know what to add? And she's just like, being a chef doesn't pay the bills, doesn't come with health insurance, working at the bank does. And, oh, girl. Girl, I, I'm I'm very happy she quit the bank and went to Quake. Right, right. I, I feel like that was her way of honoring Grams without yeah. realizing that's yeah. what she was doing. So that was beautiful. It's watching in real life people not put their bullshit aside for the bigger picture. Them being the dumbasses that they were in, the, like. Why are you shoplifting when your grandmother is like, why would you do this? Why? And it's not like, and it's not even as if Phoebe is 19 when this is happening. This is, this is six months before episode one. Girl, you 22. Like, you know, like, you know better. It was a lot. So we see the final dual plane conversation between Grams and Patty. Mm-hmm. Where Grams has decided that these girls don't know how to fucking act and I gotta bind their powers. And she goes and gets the Ouija board or whatever she gets from the the cat the the little trunk. And almost immediately after she goes to bind their powers, Grams clutches her chest and tumbles down the steps. And dies. That is the end of Grams. And I, I really feel like she, the girls killed her. I thought like she got, she passed out and then never woke back it up. Because think her um, homeboy from episode one, Jeremy, was stalking Grams, was stalking Piper in the hospital. So Grams had to have been in the hospital for a couple of days oh. or weeks. So that was like the fall that took her out, and she never just left the hospital. She had mad, she had had mad heart. I don't know if you watched that scene because she actually like bounces and her and the actress shifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I didn't mean to fall that hard, so mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see that. Well, however, what Grams dies, mm-hmm. Grams is no longer in existence. So after the funeral happens and everything like that, which Piper ends up putting on herself, this scene, oh. It reminds me of another movie or another show, and I can't place where it's coming from. So they're back in the living room. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, as like a final hurrah to, to Graham's, I can make some like one of Graham's favorite dishes. And Prue is like, oh, I, I promised Roger I'd spend the night. You know what it reminds me of? Rent. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Goodbye. That part where they all like yeah, leave the apartment. I- that's yeah. what it reminds me of. That is so on God. I would have gone no contact with Prue and Phoebe if I was Piper. Yeah. I would have gone no, no contact. It would have been a hard no contact. Like, I don't know if it would have been before or after Prue's wedding, if it would have occurred. But either way, I would have gone no contact. What are you telling me that we just put our grandmother in the brown and y'all can't hang out with me? Y'all didn't even have a repass, for, yo. Y'all didn't have a, Mm-mm. and that's what that sucks. You know exactly. I know exactly where what part reminds me of. So after Angel dies, and there, for those who have seen the Rent movie, Angel dies. Arbe Jesse L. Martin mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. sobbing. Over the loss of his partner, and they mm-hmm. and his friends have a full ass argument 
in the cemetery. Yes. Oh my god. I'll cover you, replays, and then they start to ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm. Can we afford it? Come on, guys, nope. chill. Someone to live for, someone to say I love you. <laughs> oh, who will say you? So please, that, that is that is for my sake. Carefully, yeah, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> he's gone. I can't believe you're, you're going. going. Yes! <laughs> Theater nerds, we are here for you. And please, God, don't sue me. Um. <laughs> and Phoebe over here talking about she's going to take the midnight train to Georgia. She don't know where. She don't know how. She just knows she, got, she can't be here. And I was like, get, get out, Phoebe. Get out. I don't know what the future holds for me, but I know it's not in this house. You right. It's like a jail cell, you thief. You scoundrel. Sliding back. That weird moment where Leo's like on the street and he bumps into them and then turns back and disappears. Fucking useless. Like, why couldn't he be like, why couldn't it be like some magical being where he's like, He's not beating the creeper allegations. Thank you for reminding me of this. He's not beating. Yo, that man is a stalker. That man is a (laughs) Joe-level stalker from fucking you. Because the conversation that fucking Piper and Prue are having is, she's like, maybe I'm just a little jealous because I'm single. You know, I got this fuck-ass Bob. I have this fuck-ass job. I ain't got no man. Maybe true love isn't for me. And he like shoulder checks her like, bitch, I'm here. Come see me. Love me. Yo, I know he did that on purpose because later on when they finally do get together, he was like, you know, we actually bumped into each other once. And with <laughs> the simple bitch she is, she's going to be like, oh. That's so crazy because I was talking to crew about finding true love and you bumped into me. Oh my and here God. you are, just like my Prince Charming. It is a big <laughs> ass ploy. This man is a fucking, he's a weirdo. He's oh. a stalker. He likes to you keep it in the is? family. Ugh. You know who he is? You know who he yeah, is? Salt burning everybody. He's Hans. Hans Gruber? From, from Frozen. <laughs> No, from Frozen. From Frozen. A social interloper. We finish each other. Yeah, Ooh. sandwiches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> I know the writers put that in the episode to give us, they were always meant to be. It's not giving that. It's giving he's a creep. Call the cops. Call the elders. We have a duster on the loose. So on that note. (laughs) (laughs) How would you rate the episode? Are there any changes you would make to the episode? Save Grant. Like, to go out that way, like, to go out thinking that you're doing the best for your fuck-ass, selfish-ass grandkids... Save Grams. Justice for Grams. <laughs> Justice for Ariel. Oh my God. Tell me tell me another a black person don't die next. The fact that it aired in March, like all these episodes aired in March, it was like, mm, we gave you black history. <laughs> we gotta take it all back. Disgusting. Um, yeah, I would recast Ariel. Because there's just something so nefarious about a Black woman dying just so she could be the magical ghost Negro for these three bitches. There's something so nefarious about it. Like, I don't know. Every other week, y'all only hang out with white bitches in San Francisco. All of a sudden, every time somebody needs to die, it's the coloreds. (laughs) 
Y'all find all the colors all over San Francisco now, right? Oh my gosh. Um, that said, I am rating this for... Damn. Yeah. Four sassy... (laughs) Four sassy witches. Because, you know what? Shadow for... He was... He's Liga Bigatiga. And I've never seen any other demon that straight up gank <laughs> a human to be like, y'all think it's a game? Y'all think I'm pussy? I will kill bitches. And you just kill some random bitch with a steak knife at a restaurant. And hold on. Can we talk about the fact that they killed that man for no reason? Because that lady was already dead. Like, he already... Mission accomplished. Y'all ain't have to kill him. She was already dead. Y'all trying to avenge her. Y'all don't know her. She gone. Anyway. She was or- innocent. Hi. This is when Prusha say shit like I'm tired of losing innocence. Because two for two. Actually, three for three. I will say the best part of the episode was the flashbacks with Grams and Patty. However, it did not make me, it did not like warm me up to the, like it didn't warm me up to the girls. Like if we had gotten this in season one, I would have been in a full charmed sisters hate train. Like how you are at Leo, that's how I would have been. Um, So I'm gonna give it four Florida waters because that girl needed something. Summoning stuff with no protection. Don't make no sense. Um... Oh my God, look at us. 54 minutes. Um, Yeah, this episode was... It's so weird because I remember liking this episode once upon a time ago. Because you watched it during Black History Month. You're right. You're right. You should have watched this episode. and No, because March is Women's History Month. Mm. We should have watched this episode in January. I didn't find... Um, that said, some would just be hoes. Blessed be. Some hoes be witches. Blessed be, bitches. Oh my God.